Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. Maybe it's something we've learned. Maybe it's something we're struggling with. But the bottom line is there is no hiding or trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. This week on Real WW Talk, we're going to refresh on a fundamental, tracking. There are so many ways to track, perfectly down to every bite, just snacks, maybe through the week and not the weekend. How do you track and has it led to your success on your wellness plan? What we're talking about today, are you ready? Let's talk. Hi, welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Hello, ladies. Hi, guys. Hi. Another week down into the new year. How do we do on our goals this week? I just can't believe that we're already like midway through and like how fast time goes always blows me. Like because you start off on January 1 and it feels like time is going to go very slowly and then you wake up and mm-hmm. yep, it'll be February. <laughs> yep. Can I tell you? Um, I'm doing the step bet. I'm doing the step bet, but I'm drag. I'm I'm barely meeting the goals right now. As <laughs> someone who loves step bet, I feel so bad for these two ladies because I feel like they, I feel like I'm dragging them along. I'm like, let's do another one, and they're like, Candace, if you ask me to, disrupt, to step and walk in place for one more month, I am never talking to you again. But isn't it the best, guys? Like, don't you just love them? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm the one that introduced you to them. So no, no, you and I both knew them. You introduced it to the Weight Watchers group. Oh, that's true. I co-signed that that's I knew true. what a step that was because I was obsessed with them beforehand. I apologize to everybody that I've roped into it. Actually, I don't because there are a lot of folks who are doing really well and they're succeeding, and that makes me very, very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm just speaking as an old jaded person who's done a whole bunch of them, not as a fresh new person who's experiencing the joy of it for the first time, which it is awesome. Yeah. I'm just a little crotchety right now. And so <laughs> I am loving, like you said, all the comments from people because people are talking about how it, it and they said it in our prior step bets, how you, yeah. you get motivated to move because when they're over, you just sit and yeah. don't do anything. And I said, you know, the, I've had a little thing that ran before our podcast. It really does. You know, like, you know, when you start 
when we start something in the new year, everybody's like really gung ho. And then you get to like week three and week four and you're like, do I really need, what was I thinking then, you know? And like the step at four, not forces the commitment. You can drop out anytime that you want. You're just not going to get your $40 back that you invested. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is, no, I really want to be a person of my word. I want to stick with this. And there's something about pushing through, like how often in our weight journeys and all, we just give up. We don't have anything to like kind of always pull us through to the other side. And so this is something, it's a short duration. It helps pull me through to the other side, helps me, you know, get my life in order, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little crotchety about it right now. I know. Give me another couple of days and I'll be fine. <laughs> come and do a group walk again. Like we did when we were having our retreat. And, yes. you, know, you can show us the campus of university. What was the university of Maryland? or wherever. That is the most beautiful way I've ever heard anybody talk about UMBC. It's one of those campuses. <laughs> Take us around there. Get your steps. You'll be happy again. That's a, yes, we maybe we do. We need to have a girl's walk day. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic. Okay. <laughs> you already know that, like I said, I've accepted every time I know when this one's over and I propose another one to them that I'm going to have daggers. Yeah. Well, it's your turn. The next one's your turn anyway. I did one. Ricky did it. And now it's mm-hmm. Candace's turn. <laughs> There it is. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout out. Last week we mentioned this and had a couple questions um, that you can now join in and help sponsor the podcast. Buy us a cup of coffee, which is awesome. Thank you. Uh, because Susan and Amy, like I mentioned last week, jumped in and did it. And I had people go, but you didn't tell me how I could. And <laughs> Duh. Why didn't I? So uh, if you go to, I'll put the link in our show notes for you. Um, But uh, you can go to realwwtalk.buzzsprout.com and you'll see a little, little blue button that says support the show and you can tap that and become a supporter. And thank you very much because that helps us um, be able to produce the podcast and make the podcast, YouTube, the Facebook, all of those, all those things together. So very, I, I keep looking down if you're on, not listening if you're on YouTube. I have a fingernail that just broke. And so oh, it's, sorry, I apologize. I'm going to put my finger away right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, so if you want to support the podcast, man, that would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have so many people who say, hey, I, I had to give up my WW sponsors, my WW uh, membership. Uh, but you guys have become like my meeting. And so if you're mm-hmm. like, Hey, uh, this, this works, I'll th- put a little over here since this is like my meeting. That would, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. We appreciate um, you. Yes, yeah. Thank you. And then we want to give a shout out to Catherine who is in the UK and Catherine sent us a note to our Gmail account and it's real talk at gmail.com. And she said, I just want to thank you because I'm on my WW journey and stumbling on your podcast was exactly what I needed. I've been inundated with opinions and anti-diet culture in the UK. That's made me feel bad for wanting to lose weight. WW works for my lifestyle and the advice to pay attention to my own journey was so needed. So thank you. Thank you. I love that. That makes me so happy. We love hearing from you guys. Honestly, when we open up our email and we see something like that, it makes it feel worthwhile. I mean, not that I don't love talking to you all generally, (laughs) but to know that, you know, that other people, you know, resonate with the things that we talk about. I feel less alone. Okay. Yeah, very encouraging. So yeah, we yeah. appreciate hearing when people share. Definitely, a little less like we're in our own little bubble. Are are you the three of us? Like, does that make sense? Does that? Right? Does that? <laughs> That's right. Well, it's just nice to know that other people 
um, other people understand you. And I think that's all of us want at some point in our life is to feel understood. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that we have to feel understood about this, but it's also nice to know that we feel understood by other people who get it and who get us. So we love, we love our real WW talk community. We love y'all. Um, so today we thought, you know, especially as we're, we're in, we're in this new year, kind of thinking about some new things. Uh, we would talk about everybody's absolute favorite thing that nobody has any trouble with because we all have it down pat tracking. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Aaron and Ricky that I think the topic, cause I'm a meetings goer and I do the virtual, I really right now, that's all I have time for is the virtual meetings. But the topic last week was about the tracking and how something that seems so simplistic, like it's just put it in is done a variety of different ways by members. And I didn't realize that even for myself, because I thought I'm one of those trackers that whatever I put in my mouth, no matter if it's a tablespoon of ketchup or I am putting it into the tracker, condiments included. Other people thought that was ridiculous. Some people say that they only track during the week and not on the weekends. And so, and they've all had various types of success. So I thought it would be good for us to kind of discuss, like, what are your tracking habits? Like when you think about your Weight Watchers journey, maybe in the past when you were a new member, let's talk about then. Yeah. And now that you have had several years under your belt, have you found that you started off tracking a certain way and it's changed? Yes. Or, and this is when you're tracking. Okay. So serious, serious, real talk. Um, Cause if you're on the podcast, you're missing Ricky and me make faces. Like when Rick, when Candace said, you know, what you're tracking, I kind of went, <laughs> well, my face was to several. Cause now several means a deck over a decade. Right. <laughs> right. I am on a tracking streak right now. I'll have, you know, I think I'm at 28 days or something like that. That means over Christmas, you guys, I was tracking. That's what that means. What does tracking mean? Okay. How are you tracking? When I first joined WW, it was track everything. 100% track everything, bite, licks, taste, everything. Including condiments? Were you like a condiments person too? Everything. Thing. If it went in my mouth, it went in the tracker. And wouldn't it make sense that the most success that I ever had on WW, like long-term stretch was what I was, you know, doing that. But at the same point, I knew I could relax a little and, and, you know, WW at that time had a couple different programs because then they had the program for people who didn't want to track. I think it was called Simply Filling, yeah. where if you just followed and ate these certain things, you didn't really have to track them, right? It was basically our zero point foods that we have today was simply filling back then. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. 
And so I gave that a little try. And then that got me, honestly, it got me out of the habit of tracking. And so trying to get back in the habit ever since, which is now 13 years later, which is too long to use that as an excuse. Let's just be honest. So I find for me, tracking, when I feel upside down, that's exactly when I need to go back to tracking. And when I start tracking, I'm not making changes in my life. I'm simply tracking everything that I'm eating, even if I'm on a quote unquote downward spiral, because nothing gets me out of the downward spiral, like the realization that I've been assigned 23, 24, 25, 26 points a day, whatever it may be, but depending on my weight. And I'm using 80 points in a day, mm-hmm. right? Nothing kind of kickstarts me like that. And I'll do it for a full week. I'll just, whatever I'm eating goes in the tracker. I'm not, I'm not aiming for anything other than information. It's like, okay, this week, we're not going to do that. We're going to do better this week. Mm-hmm. And it, you've got a direct causation, mm-hmm. causation and correlation mm-hmm. right now. What I'm trying to do with the new, um, the new WW, what is a, what do they call it? I'm opening up my WW app right now. Um, Oh, I love the little things. You light up a room, Aaron. says when it comes in. <laughs> progress, the new progress section. So mm-hmm. I'd show it to you, but my just uh, the way that I have my, my stuff structured, you're not going to see anything because my points reset. But I've been really working hard on the progress tab. I would like to see those things filled out. And so I'm actually tracking right now for the progress tab. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got how many days shows me how many days I actually tracked, uh, how many times I weighed in and then activity, how many steps I did. And I, what I really liked is I switched my tracker from minutes to steps when it came to the activity. Mm-hmm. And it said, based on the weight that you want to lose, it's recommended that you get X amount of steps. And I went, Oh, that's interesting. That was really mm-hmm. interesting. So I set my tracker for that. And that aligns with what I'm currently doing in the step bet. So like, as long as I hit my step bet every day, I am hitting WW's recommended steps for me for what I want to do to achieve my weight loss. I didn't know about that option. That's a good one to know. Yeah. Yeah. When you go into, when you go into your settings and you go into activity and you can set set by minutes or you can set by steps. um, It's like in this really fine print at the bottom, it says it's recommended that you do this amount. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's Mm -hmm. cool. So that's my philosophy on tracking. And there are times when I don't track perfectly. I've, I've taken the perfection part out of it. And I've tried to focus more on like big picture tracking. Um, there are times where I'm like, I, what I really need to focus on is the snacks. I'm good with breakfast. I'm good with lunch. My snacking is out of control. And I, there are times where I can spend an entire day's point or more in even healthy snacks mm-hmm. and I got to reel it back in. Yeah. Yeah. But you, Ricky, I can relate in a lot of ways, Aaron. Um, I know when I first started, um, Several, several, several years ago. <laughs> um, I, I was, that's when I was most successful. And, and it was because it was new and tracking for me was paper. There was no other option. <laughs> and I, in the years after that, I went back and forth between saying, I know digital is really great. I like that. And then trying the paper when they still had an option for you to do both. I li- I did like the paper trackers 
better, but I found that consistency wise, your phone is usually attached to your hip, <laughs> mm-hmm. either literally or like just very close to you. Um, so I find that for me, the, the digital tracking works best. It's just a matter of doing it. It's not always at the forefront of my mind. Um, so I have to remind myself at the end of the day, and even sometimes in the beginning of the day, you know, before things get busy to at least put in your breakfast, at least put this in. And I find that, like, you know, the whole perfection thing, too, is challenging with tracking. But there's definitely a difference between when I'm leaving things out, when I'm really out of control and when I'm leaving things out when I'm in control. Because I, 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 unlike you, Candace, I feel like I currently am not at the point where I'm like, I'm going to track every condiment, every BLT, by like taste. Um, but I can still be successful for me if I'm in the zone um, without putting every little thing in, because it's not the little dollop of ketchup that I put on my plate that's sending me over when I'm on track. It's right it's when I'm not tracking a slice of cake that I snuck into the house. That not, you know, it's that kind of a thing that I'm leaving out that's causing me trouble mm-hmm. versus the, the things on the side. Not to knock doing that. I think if if that keeps you happy to to track every little thing and that's what we're supposed to do, definitely do it. But I, I'm not, when I'm doing well, I'm not beating myself up if I miss one or two things that are just a few points. Mm-hmm. And see the perfectionist in me, I feel like there's been the way I was at the beginning is the way that I, I have been and I am choosing now to update and change, but I've always tracked every single thing, condiment, if it was a teaspoon of ketchup, I would put in a teaspoon. But that's when I was on. Because if I was on, I was on. If I was off, I was off. Mm-hmm. I either was tracking every little morsel or I was tracking nothing. And when uh, somebody in one of the meetings said, you know, that perfectionists, like that's the challenge is being able to say, you know what? I didn't. We never, I never did well with the core mindset. Remember when it was called core and Aaron oh, yeah. about it, where you yeah. had zero point stuff. There's some people who don't track zero point things because they're like a zero points. I don't need to. That makes me feel I get anxious. I will start sweating. I'm like, I need to put in that I had three ounces of chicken breast, even if chicken breast is zero, because otherwise it's not perfect and it's not true. But who, who's looking at your tracker and what are you getting from it? Because I had to think about that. Like the honesty that I'm having with myself is obviously the most important thing because I don't want to hide from the things that I've done. But it can get obsessive. If for it can it can get obsessive, and I I admit that. How do you find that balance? You know, because sometimes for some people it's become second nature. You know, it's just what they do. How they track is they before they have their meal. That was another thing that was discussed. When do you track? Are you a tracker? who pre-plans their day at the beginning and then follows the tracker Mm -hmm. and that's it? Or are you, before you put the food in your mouth, you know, you sit down and put, you know, put the stuff in your tracker or do you do it afterwards and kind of have those aha moments? Because I've been surprised by things I've put in my tracker that I didn't count beforehand. We've talked about it, the the boardwalk fries. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were like, they can be like, I think they're like 60 points. Like I had no clue. If you get the large. No, there was something and it was something normal and it was like 60 and I was very sad. I was very sad. It hurt my whole day and it was brought up and maybe it wasn't boardwalk. I'm going to find it, but it's something that was brought up in a meeting. But the point of the discussion was, do you track before or after you eat? 
you know, and how does that play into your day? Has that changed for you guys? So I usually eat a lot of the same things every day. And so Um, that makes me play a little fast and loose. Sometimes I'll track afterwards, but it's only because I like track the same thing the day before Uh, it's mm -hmm. when I'm tracking, maybe something new Mm -hmm. uh, that I'll, that I'll pop that in before, unless I really don't care. And I'm just tracking it for accountability. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat this thing one way or the other. I don't care how many points it is. I'm still going to log this sucker because I'm going to just for the habit of doing it. I don't track zero point foods. I do track the zero point foods because there's something for me. I do like, like if I have a really successful week, like I like to go back and see, okay, well, why was that week? successful. And if I don't have it all logged in, then I'm not, I don't have a record that I can go back and look at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What exactly did you eat? Did you have protein that day? Like, right. Important to know. Yes, exactly. Like uh, uh, the first week of the year, I lost three, three pounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, when I get to week two and I don't lose as much, which is normal, like you never lose the, it's, I shouldn't say you never, it's sometimes that you lose the same amount the next time. But then week three, I'll usually have like a little up and I'm like, well, let me go back to week one and let me just see what I did different. And one thing I can tell you, I know that I did a little different was I made a giant, you know, like, um, kava, which I don't think Candace, you don't like kava, right? (laughs) That's the face right there. I love kava and they've got, you know, get your greens and grains bowl and they've got this big mix of, um, I forget the splendid greens, and the, but it's like a combination. Well, I kind of made my own mix like that. I did some red cabbage. I did kale. I did actually put a red pepper, carrot. Like I basically made a salad, but I used this big mix throughout the week mm. with chicken, with different dressings. Some of it I ate raw, some of it I sauteed, but I ate that throughout the week. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, that contributed to the, that three pound success. Why don't I try repeating that? in another week and see what goes along with that for success. So Mm -hmm. I think to me, tracking is more like the numbers game Mm -hmm. in some way. Mm -hmm. So so then why do you feel, and this is, I'm I'm trying to answer it for myself too. Why do you feel that's one of the key pillars of weight loss for a lot of people that is the easiest to give up? initially? Like, you know, why is it that it's hard to keep that consistency with it when work? Do you find it, do you find it to be really difficult to track? I I think if, I don't know if this is what you would say, Erin, but I feel like it's not physically, like it's not physically hard, but the mental like fight, if you're fighting with food (laughs) And if that's the challenge, the emotional piece of it, of like, I don't want to eat for me, like sometimes for dinner, I don't want to eat the same thing again. So I'm battling throughout the day. Am I going to go home and have dinner? Am I going to go pick something up that's different? So the end of the day for me is when I usually have my tracker blank. And sometimes, you know, like Aaron said, I'll, if I've been eating the same thing, I will pre-track it. But the mental thing of like, oh, I decided to have something different. Do I want to take the energy? Like, yeah, it's easy to go in and change it. But do I want to? Do I want to be honest with myself about why I made that choice? Do I want to be honest? 
And sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. And I think that that's what more what I was talking about is mm-hmm. I don't necessarily find it laborious or difficult to actually track. It's mm-hmm. mentally tough when mm-hmm. I'm off track. That's when I'm so, not proud of my yeah. decision. I think for me, especially when you're trying to, in, like you're introducing something new, you like you're trying to disrupt a pattern. I just don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's just one more, th- it's another thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. It is laborious yeah. to me. Like, oh, crap. Now I got to go track. I eat that and I got to go track it, right? Like it's yeah. having to stop to go be accountable to mm-hmm. something. But like I keep saying, nothing changes if nothing changes. And so if I want this thing to change, then I need to do something different. And then that means I've, I need to go track it. Well, it's all accountability to you guys. Like I was the first week of the year, I think I was over points like 200. I mean, it wasn't like anything small. Not like 80, but I still lost. 3.6 pounds. Stop it. And it wasn't about, but I think to the point of tracking and accountability, I was aware of, it could have been even worse. It could have been even worse, but because I was tracking it and honestly tracking, honestly tracking, I think that that made a difference. I don't know if I'll have to give some of the the loss back. I may, because we know the scale doesn't always do what we need it to do, but I didn't leave the week feeling defeated, even though I wasn't within the boundaries of what Weight Watchers had set. I didn't feel defeated because I didn't stop with being accountable to myself and tracking is the way that I'm accountable to myself so I was thinking about what we were talking about last week, Aaron, that's something that I want, I am letting go of that I used to do in the past, which is running away from the tracker because I'm mentally checked out. Um, do you, you know. think that you would have accepted it as well as if you had gained? gained? Yeah. Um, I think so. I think so because I was trying everything that I was, that I do that makes me start to feel that guilt is usually around hiding. Mm -hmm. So I own the scale. I stepped on the scale and then I continue to track. I'm not saying it's easy. I think your point is well taken that if I had maybe gained, I'd be like, look at what I did, Mm -hmm. but still forcing myself to track through it, you know, and having that historical data air and to say, well, maybe the first week I was over 200 points. The next week I was only over a hundred. Mm-hmm. That's still a downward slope. Like I'm still doing better. Yeah. Um, it's changing that mindset. And I think that that's a little bit tough for some people, including myself to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, too, like you can't have 200 over 200 point weeks in a row, 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 oh, no. row, row. Cause that's not, mm-hmm. that's, that's not, not Weight Watchers. Right. right. No. <laughs> but what it does do though, is you're showing awareness. You're showing, okay, Hey, I'm, my worst day on WW is better than my best day not doing WW, right. honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think about where, where I was. So even if I'm doing three weeks in a row, tracking overage 200 points plus, to me is I, it's showing that I'm still invested in myself because I'm tracking it. Mm-hmm. And when I stop doing that, when I, when I stop paying attention that's where I'm, I'm, I'm really on a really dangerous mm-hmm. slope. Mm-hmm. And it's also hard. It's at least for me to track that many overages without wanting to change something, because I just, I know that's not what it doesn't make me feel good to do. That. And I was able to identify the patterns. Like, <clears throat> 
when it's midweek and you're like, okay, I just want to keep adding insult to injury. You know, why do we do those things or why not? You know, I, I, I agree with you, Aaron. It didn't feel good. It didn't. But I now have the data. And this week I've been, you know, I made better choices the next week. So like, so thinking about for people, cause you know, it's getting on that. The scale is a hard part. You've, you've, um, you've looked at your data and you're like, well, I'm going to have a gain this week. And then you get on and you're shocked by, you know, a 3.6 pound loss. What does that do to you mentally the next time when you get on the scale? To me, like that gives me a little bit of hope of like, well, okay, well, I got blessed with a way and I deserve the week. I did not deserve it type mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. But that at least, I don't know how it feels for you guys. For me, it's like, okay, I can go over my points and still lose weight on occasion. That's okay. I don't want to make a habit of it, but it's possible. But meanwhile, when I have a week when I've stayed in all of my points, right, I've done everything and I have a gain that week. One of the things we have to remember is that it's not always, that's not always the indicator of why we have a gain, that there's sometimes there's more things at play and not to throw in the towel. Yeah. Want it. Yeah. And, and I, and I also feel that having that data and you, we were talking about that screen that's on the WW app where you can compare the week before to, is a motivator to kind of say, how can I best myself for the current week? Cause I don't want to continue the trajectory. Like what can I do to be different this week? What were the triggers that that reflection is important and it's tied to having something to track to see what, because I can go back to those meals and say, ah, I knew what caused that. I mean, now that it's accurately there, okay, that was because this was sprung on me, which is what happened a lot. Like someone sprung a meal on me that I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. and I'm an impulse eater. So I have to be able to recognize that's something I need to work on. And those are tough discussions to have because when you know better, you're supposed to do better. You're Mm -hmm. supposed to. (laughs) Um, And I want to see the results that I want to see. And having that data allows me to do it. And I'm providing that to myself because I'm not hiding. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that tracking, you know, like I said, it's it's one thing that everybody who was in the meetings that I was in, they said was pivotal and important for their success. And I I, I tend to agree. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can have, and that's not just with Weight Watchers. I think that's with Mm -hmm. other plans because a lot of people talk about writing your food down or keeping a log yeah, just so that you can be aware. Yeah. You know, whether you're somebody who listens to, to our podcast and is doing like, I know there's some people do, is it the healthy, I healthy app or something like that. And then, mm-hmm. or tracking macros or, you know, whatever your version of that. Cause we welcome, we're real WW talk, but we welcome anybody who's, you know, wants to make their life healthier here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just that awareness of what the goal is. I, I think for me, especially this year, just because I'm tackling some, some health things, I, when I go onto my, my tracker, if I say that this is my goal, this is the person that I want to be, this is the person that I identify with, right? Mm-hmm. Does my tracker back up this identity? I say that I'm a healthy person, but does what did my tracker back that up? If, mm-hmm. if I'm talking with my doctor about my weight and, and I'm saying, I'm doing everything, oh, I'm doing it all. And she says, Hey, can I see your tracker? And she looks at my tracker, but there's nothing there. Does it look like I'm doing everything? Right. Does it look like I'm trying to do things to my, to my advantage? And so, um, yeah, I just, I want my tracker to be a reflection of the person that I say that I'm, 
I'm trying to become. Yeah. Cause it takes away the excuses. Cause if you say I'm trying so hard and you look and you see 200 point deficit, are you trying really hard or mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It lets you, it doesn't allow you to give into BS because if there's weeks where you're consistently just on track and you're not losing, okay, we can talk about it. But you're like, you've not had a week yet where you've been within your points budget. <laughs> Let's talk about how hard you're trying. I don't know. Very good feedback. Yeah. yeah. What plan are you doing? Is it the Weight Watchers plan or the Candace right. plan? Remember right. we talked about that Candace plan? That doesn't work really well, does it? <laughs> that keeps you on Weight Watchers for 15 years. <laughs> Keep it WW funded. Go ahead, do your own plan. (laughs) That works. They bought that whole sequence platform using our money. I know. Don't worry. They won't ever do our plan. They won't actually ever do the Weight Watchers plan. They'll do their own and keep it funded forever. (laughs) You're welcome, Weight Watchers. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Candace, that's a really, that's a really good, good thought. Yeah. I love that. Yes, definitely. Interesting. Like I said, and I, I love the fact that that's something that we can continue to learn from all these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it changes based on where you are in the program, but it should be yeah. consistent because it's not hard. Yeah. Hey, we'd love to hear from you how how you track, if you track, what you track. If you're not on WW, maybe what app are you using to to track? I would love if WW added nutrition profiles in with the tracking. I would love to see some nutrition breakdown stuff, but that's an aside. Um, and we'd love to hear how you track, what you what you track do you track? Mm-hmm. Let's get that conversation going. You drop it in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about that. We yeah. hope you have a great week on whatever plan you're doing, that it is a successful plan. And I will tell you the Aaron plan, the Candace and the Ricky plan have not been successful. So we're going to do the WW plan yeah. this week. We're going to do that for this year. 2024 is the yeah. year. We, we pay for. <laughs> <laughs> pay for. All hands in. <laughs> yes. All right. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.